Did Bobby get kicked off the internet completely? I hope not. Does he not exist anymore? That stuffed animal cat ate him. (laughs) (laughs) I heard you. Welcome aboard the Little Red Bandwagon, your twice-weekly podcast that is occasionally about the podcast Too Beautiful to Live, coming to you from my new primary residence studios in beautiful Kenmore, New York. I'm Bobby Pape, and joining me from the Stick of Butter Studios in New Brighton, Minnesota, it's Anne Split Lundholm. Good evening, Anne. Good evening, Bobby. And in the Mountain Room at the Shack in Manchac, Texas... I miss Deerblind Studios, and this is my gift for not writing it all out. That's okay. Mike the Gel Dude Frizzell. Good evening, Mike. Good evening. Someday I'll do the show from the She Shed, now that I can get out there. I don't know, Bobby. Is it a shack? That seems awfully mean of you to call it a shack. That is true. It's it's not accurate. I'll let you know next week when I'm down there. I'll, I'll scope it out. and Please okay. do. Yeah. Uh, Mike, I don't think she'd let you in. Unless you're carrying a ramekin of, of M&M's. No, when she's out of town, I, I, I know where the keys are. I can get in there. <laughs> There's a fake, like a hide-a-key rock next to the door to the she shed. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, my apologies for keeping her waiting uh, while we sussed through that. In the still Necco Wafer Studios in Linwood, Washington, it's the nice lady, Christy Wise. Good evening, Christy. Hello. I was just I was just about to say, "Hey guys, don't forget about me." <laughs> <laughs> the problem is that I get to Mike and I get nervous and I stammer and then I want to bust his balls and that's why I you usually do him last. You should have him go last. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this is a Friday episode of the show. It's our final Friday of the month, and according to our new format, which we're going to be very strict to, at least for now, uh, this is a mailbag roundup, housekeeping, follow-up file, little bit of everything, store kind of episode. We are going to do a little LRB business uh, by way of things that are going on in our lives that we want to talk about. We're going to wrap up some old business from the last few episodes, including my list of nicknames for Cupcake, our cat. A couple of us who have not yet shared our oldest emails are going to share them. We're going to give you the results of the seven-way melee for best candy. We're going to talk about some worst candy. And then we're going to go through our mailbag, which I feel like needs some sort of sponsored name, like the Bud Light mailbag or the AutoZone mailbag. But we'll work on that. It's new. Mm -hmm. Then we'll do a little housekeeping and how you can get involved with the show. Uh, but to start, as I mentioned in my studio name, just want to let everyone know that I'm officially in Buffalo now. We've uh, passed papers on the house in Rhode Island. Sam and I are no longer property owners. We couldn't be happier. Uh, I'm sorry to all of you who are still wrestling with owning multiple properties. Christy, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I it's, it's like the greatest joy being the day you buy a boat and don't buy a boat, except I'll never be able to afford a boat. So we're just going to stick with our our homes that we bought and sold. Well, if you don't get another house, you can get a boat. Well, I mean, I've been trying to get Sam into a, a boat house situation, but she won't go for it. Oh. <laughs> I mean, you just pull up your anchor and drive away, boat away if you don't like your neighbors. It sounds good to me, but uh, we're very excited and uh, we're still working out the kinks of the broadcast studio here. I'm in our dining room. We don't, I don't have an office here really, so 
we're making it work as we go. Um, I'll still be in Boston a couple days a week. And next weekend, I will be in Austin, Texas, visiting uh, Kristen Riker and uh, Hillary Livingston Butler. And I guess Mike's going to be there, too. And we're I'll having a face it let's face it where am i going you know <laughs> i'm just gonna post him up there on like wednesday yeah <laughs> i'm gonna show up at the at the ramada and he's just gonna be waiting out front for me yeah and on uh saturday may 5th which happens to be cinco de mayo uh we're having a little get together at moon tower saloon south of austin right yeah it's in officially in south austin just north of manchac on their website, they have the address South Awesome, which seems a little much. It's actually on Manshack Avenue, I believe. Ah, good. So now everybody just Google Moon Tower Saloon so you don't have to try to spell Manshack. Yeah, right. Hey, I, I have an update um, on on our house situation. It's actually a positive update. Uh, met with an engineer, a couple guys actually out there because girls can't be engineers. So right. I met a couple guys out there last week and we were having that crack looked at one more time um just to make sure that our uh, builder wasn't taking advantage of us and giving us a a too cheap solution for the problem and it turns out that the crack is it's uh there's a one inch difference from one house one end of the house to the other which is well within tolerance and won't fall out out of tolerance probably for nine to twelve years so we're going to take the cosmetic fix and put the put the tile back down and we will have this house on the market probably within 3 weeks or 4 weeks so we're finally nearing the end of this uh nightmare and even if it doesn't sell at the price we want quickly at least it will be uh rentable so it hadn't even have occurred to me to just stay at the house in Kyle i could have just slept in your unfurnished Cracked house. <laughs> cracked yeah, house. Yeah. Cracked house, not crack house. Well, yeah. uh, and Kyle, does it make a difference? Right. Oh, That's man. what I'm saying. You guys should regularly check up that, check in on that place. We we always check in. Um, yeah, Bobby. One of the toilets is still uh, still attached because we had to take one out because the the crack sort of runs near. One is all I uh, need. One of the toilets. So, so we're all set. Just and I'm assuming that. A, Airbed and you're all you're all good. There's still construction going on in the in the in the neighborhood, right? Oh no no no, it's over. Everyone's everyone's moved in. Everything's sold. Oh, okay. I was thinking because there'd probably be portable toilets and day labor if I wanted to make a little money. But <laughs> no no no, it's uh it's it's all good. We're gonna have this thing sold pretty soon, I think. And our realtor's really taking care of us. She paid for the engineer. She's paying for all the the um, pre-sale stuff because she feels really terrible about what we've uh gone through with this so cool all right uh and you have a note here that's a little vague just something about an embarrassing experience at brunch well i left it a little vague on purpose it's not really much of a story but uh it kind of goes to some things that we have talked about on this podcast and on tbtl uh, that my mother sent me a text Oh, on Saturday saying, do you want to come and have brunch with the old ladies tomorrow? And by old ladies, she means her and two of her sisters and one of their cousins. And they get together, you know, every six months or so and 
talk or whatever. And I'm like, sure, I'll go for a free brunch at a relatively fancy restaurant. So have have you been to one of these before with them? Oh, yeah. Yep. Okay. And Is it some, something you aspire to go to regularly? No, not really. It's only if I feel okay. like it. And sometimes other kids will show up. You know, my actual cousins might come. And so it's sort of fun to listen to them talk. And um, my mom talks in a way with them that she doesn't talk with anybody else. So it's kind of interesting. And so we're sitting there and um, the waiter has brought the first drinks and he accidentally put the coffee down in front of my mom instead of one of the aunts. And she corrected him. She said, no, I have the iced tea. And then she says, well, there's the first dollar off of your tip. And she was joking. She was joking. And I said, mother and then i put my head in my hands and i died from embarrassment so i am a ghost (laughs) recording this with you (laughs) but i could not believe she said that that did the waiter or waitress get it he did he laughed he said oh i guess that's probably the first dollar of many i'll be losing Good for him. Good sport. Yeah. Yeah. He was nice. And then he spat in her food. Oh, I hope not. (laughs) But um, he was at the table when my mom... Did he say it through clenched teeth? That's that's what we really need to know. (laughs) He He was there when my mom was talking about my blog as she does you know and then at the end of the meal he actually the waiter brought the check and he was like so what's your blog about and I said well it's not a blog it's a podcast he said well what's your podcast about and I said I have no way to even explain it to you so don't worry about me said well there's a pen there." he's like if if you want to write down the title of it I, I could check it out I was like okay oh what a sweetheart yeah he was really nice I didn't see what kind of tip she left. I hope it was large. <laughs> Take what you're supposed to and double it. What uh, what age bracket did this waiter fall into? Oh, he was too young for me. You're sure? Because he seemed very interested in your blog. Well, like, more interested than a young man would be in a blog normally. <laughs> um. Well, I think if we were in biblical times, I could probably have been his mother. Mm. But let, let's talk about the soon-to-be royal wedding in which a 37-year-old woman is going to marry a 32-year-old man. It's a new age. That's true. Yeah, Don't but she's close, really hot, close though, your mind. So, so she's she was able to bridge that gap because she's so hot. What, what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> Saying that... Anne could get on with this guy if he's in his mid-twenties. Well, he's hot. No, she is hot. That's the point. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to yeah. say is is the older ladies that are hot can get with the young guys, you know, yeah, but, but you got to be hot. You can't, you can't be, you can't be a, a seven and, and, uh, and get with one of these young guys. You got to, you got to get a, get up the chain a little bit. But where does the whole concept of the cougar come into this? Because I don't want to be a cougar. No, you're not a cougar. No, That's a state cougar. of mind. You're too young to be a cougar. Yeah, it's true. Uh, what's the younger version? I think it's called like a panther or a puma or something oh, like really? that. But a no, lynx. that's like a 50 or a 60 year old woman. 
Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. No, I like I that got if you time. A, a Lynx, though, like like the old Ottawa minor league baseball team. An ocelot. <laughs> well, I have something to aspire to now. <laughs> oh, I just looked it up. An attractive woman in her late 20s or early 30s, but I'm going to change that to 40s, she is a pre-cougar or an urban cougar. Pooger. I just think that Puma... Yeah. (laughs) I think that Puma just grabbed my ass. Is that... (laughs) Puma. Pre-cougar. Okay. Well, I hope he doesn't read this post. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) It was Puma? Really? Was it Puma? No, Puma. Oh, okay. Because I like Poomer. Because I was yeah. just thinking of my my uh, fantasy football next team is Poomer size. Yeah, and I'm just hoping you took the pen and wrote on the back of the receipt "This American Life." Oh, right. <laughs> and then handed right. it to him and walked away. Cereal. <laughs> my name is Dana Chivis. You should have done something like that. That'd be pretty great. Ear hustle. I volunteer at the prison and, uh, mm-hmm. and I have my In California. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I fly out every week. Oh, family is important, Mike. <laughs> Good prison joke. Good prison joke. I'll give you credit. Just a little uh, old business to continue here on this uh, end of the month roundup. I have been so busy the last couple of weeks, I was really bummed to miss more nickname talk and rather than just post to Meredith's page or to the LRB page I have a microphone and access to our pod feed so I figured I would just list off my nicknames for Cupcake Um, Mm -hmm. and for those of you who don't know um, Cupcake is also my pet name for Sam it actually was long before we got the cat so Hmm. um, the fact that Cupcake the cat's name was Cupcake was coincidental uh, therefore, all of these are interchangeable. There's a pussy joke in here, but I'm not going to make it. I'm just not going to make it. And I'm not going to either because she can hear me right now. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, that's the best part of this whole conversation is you have to be you have to be your best Bobby Wait, right now. Mike, was the name of your Beanie Baby cat that you carried around for years also a cupcake? <laughs> uh, no, that that cat who is still around... He's currently sitting on the end table next to my very nice chair. Mike, thanks again for the lead on that. Uh, his name is Cat. Oh, okay. Obviously. It's capital C. <laughs> and uh, maybe I'll bring him to Austin next week. I don't know. He might get in a lot of trouble. Cat um, usually ends up pumping things that are around his size. Mm. It's very embarrassing. Mm-hmm. And hotel room remote controls are high on that list. So, Yeah, uh, those are best left stirring the drinks and stuff. <laughs> Yeah. I think what's most embarrassing about that is that he is an inanimate object, and so you're making him do that. <laughs> what has he done to my 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 Andrew and Luke dolls? What has he done? What have you done here? It's like a crime scene. Where's my luminol? I need an explanation. <sighs> this isn't even that good of a list, but it's all just what spins out of cupcake. So it's cupcake, then cuppers then cups, then cup face, then meow face, then meowsers. And you can keep going from there, but that's sort of the, the that's how it evolves or devolves from Cupcake. 
I would say it's cuppers or cup face, maybe most of the time. Man, when she's doing her uh, post poop zoomies, I would call her Meow Zarati. <laughs> <laughs> Funny as it happens, uh, most of this apartment is hardwood floors, and now dollops she... everywhere. Dollops for days. Oh, Christy, no dollops. <laughs> We've got that under control. She is very good about that. But with the zoomies, she does. She just, the last couple of days, she has just run across the apartment and then smashed her face into the, we keep a bar stool in a window at the front of the apartment, actually, like right where I'm sitting now, for her to be able to sit up on and look out the window. It's just, she comes tearing through and then sliding on the hardwoods and hasn't figured out how to control for that yet. The best thing about having hardwood floors and pets is all of the Kramer entrances the, the pets make. <laughs> She's going to concuss herself after a particularly <laughs> yeah. good one one of these days. Yeah. yeah. Um, moving on to oldest email. A um, couple of you were inspired to share yours. Uh, Mike, why don't you go first? Yeah, well, I, I kind of need to set it up. It's from a friend of mine named Anita who uh, worked in the office of the um, Red Robin franchisee that I worked at when I got out of prison. Um, she was, she was the accountant and, and I, I, we worked pretty much side by side and um, we were pretty close. Uh, the, but when this email happens, it's uh, February 11th, 2008. And it is, Shortly after a Black Friday at the office where our 13 Red Robins were sold back to the franchisor in Denver uh, for $42 million. Uh, and nobody saw it coming because our, our the owner, the majority owner of the Red Robins, he w- always said, well, I, you know, I'm, I always ask, I ask way too much. And so... They'd offered like $28 million and he said 42, he countered with 42 and they said yes. And he was like, uh-oh, <laughs> I just sold the Red Robins, which meant anyone who worked in our office that um, did not um, did not have any large direct responsibilities with the Papa John's, which we'd spun off in like 2000, um, was going to be fired. You know, they were going to get severance and, and, and all that. It wasn't like you know, beat it, we'd lock the door or whatever. Uh, but they were still working there, but it was, they were short timers because Red Robin International already had that infrastructure and they were going to absorb the Seattle and Tacoma and Silverdale and all those stores into their bones. So um, Anita was going to be let go and um, I I had been traveling quite a bit and not been in the office very much and, and like there was... There was some bit of uh, rumor there. It's like, well, he doesn't want to see you guys because he feels bad or whatever, but that, it wasn't the case. Anyway, so you need to know that. You need to know that our Papa John's annual banquet was coming up, and the the the, the office staff had always attended the banquet, uh, and we loved that they, they came because they did some stuff for us, and we wanted them to you know have a nice meal and be entertained by the entertainment that I put on, kind of Michael Scott style entertainment <laughs> mr slice costume or no 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 mr slice costume but i i did like uh reenactments of like matt foley you know uh snl skits just with our with our content things like that anyway and the last thing you need to know is 
the thing that Anita and I uh, connected the most about was King of Queens. We're both big fans of King of Queens, and she had like the box set or whatever, and I would just watch it every night with the sound down. Uh, so this is from Anita Henderson. Uh, hi, Michael. Uh, Michael, I'll explain that later. Hi, Michael. It sounds like uh, you and I were doing the same thing this weekend. I watched a few seasons of King of Queens for my DVDs, and I also saw that season three, episode 17, was on TV. I missed the first half, though. I still haven't been able to find my copy. Go figure. I won't be attending the banquet, but it's very nice of you to ask. I'll miss you, but like you said, we'll be in touch. I know that you're just an email away when I need a good laugh or two. Keep me posted on any new relationship developments. As you've shown with the Pandora incident, those seem to be your best stories by far. I actually smiled for the first time in days when I read it. Talk to you soon, Anita. So uh, she was super sad at that time in her life because all of these people had been working for Red Robin for uh, at least a decade, if not two. Um so that was a it was a tough tough time for her and I'm I'm glad she wrote me back but what I'm most curious about that I can't I have no recollection of is the Pandora incident. <laughs> is this a code so, name or did you actually know a person named Pandora? Well, I did, did you buy know someone a, person a Pandora named... necklace or bracelet? No, I, I that I would did be know an incident. A, a, someone named Pandora <laughs> who was getting laid off in this in this layoff. She she worked at the office. And we had I we'd probably all gone out you know, the night of the Black Friday or whatever, we'd probably all gone out that night and something happened with Pandora, not with me and Pandora, because that would never happen. But um, Pandora was the woman who solved the Ferrell's mystery. Uh, when the guys were, someone oh. wrote in, was like, did, oh, okay. do I, did I remember right that, that, uh, that they kissed me on my 16th birthday at Ferrell's? And Pandora worked at Farrell's. She was a manager at Farrell's. And so when the guys were puzzling over that, I hooked them up with Pandora, thus solving the mystery. So no one got any free pizzas. So case I'm, I'm sorry for that. But I closed pizza, that Mike. case with Pandora. And I just wonder what this incident and if she would even remember what it was either. I, are you still in touch with Anita? Uh, yeah, I am. She's super non-active on Facebook. Like she doesn't even have a picture up. She's never posted anything, but I can still get messages to her. She still gets notification and, and we talk mostly about King of Queens. Like with me and Josh, it's pretty much the same thing. Mostly just King of Queens episodes or what did, uh, what did Charles Barkley say on Inside the NBA? That kind of thing. <laughs> How can people in this day and age actually name their child Pandora? Just given... The whole Pandora's box wellspring mm -hmm. right. of jokes yep. that right. you're going to get from that. That's just cruel. Well, just from Mike's stories, well, just because she was friends with Mike, I always say they're about the same age. So she's about 84. And maybe that's why <laughs> she like, is. she's grandfathered into that name. She is about about my, my same age, for sure. And But, but let, me, let me tell you something. She got married once. And I really question her decision-making because not only did she get divorced from the guy pretty quickly, but his last name was Lemons. Her name is Pandora Schweiger, which is bad enough, but mm -hmm. she became Pandora Lemons. That's who she was when I met her before she changed her name back, I think. Pandora Lemons. 
All right, Christy, you've also got uh, your oldest email for us. I do. So um, let me actually see what the date is from it because I just copied the... Um, it is from... Well, I did Gmail um, because my oldest email is actually like Hotmail or Yahoo, but I can't figure out how to get the oldest. So I'm just going with Gmail. Kissy eyes 69 at AOL.com? Uh, no, just kissy eyes at AOL. <laughs> No, surprisingly, Kissy Eyes wasn't already taken. Hmm. Um, <laughs> you can always get 70, I've found. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is from November 24th, 2004. Whoa. It's, yeah. I was a beta tester for um, Gmail, so I had it. That's why I have a good... Stop um, bragging. Stop bragging. <laughs> gotcha. Jinx. <laughs> Um, so this is actually a foreword from my dead friend, Nikki Peets, who there Ooh. is actually a dateline about that Mike loves to say, if you're going to murder your spouse, at least call their phone one time. Keep um, calling after they're, <laughs> after you know you've dumped them in the woods. Right. You need to keep calling their phone. Right. It, minimum one. One time. It's just minimum. at least <laughs> once. Hey, babe, just checking in. Haven't seen yeah. you in about four days. <laughs> Well, he probably didn't want to waste the minutes because he had her phone in right. his hand, as they found out. Right. That was well, back when you got charged minutes even for leaving phone phone messages. Just make sure you call her what, on nights and weekends. Right. What's great is by, by murdering his wife, he really got out of the friends and family plan all at once. Right. Oof. Well, especially because we worked at AT&T Wireless. It was free. Oh. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Okay. So um, that took a dark turn. So actually, these are... <laughs> Deep Thoughts by Jack Handy. Does anyone remember those? Oh, oh, yes. oh yes. I loved it. Favorite okay. part. So I'm just, show. it was a whole bunch of them, but I'm just going to read my favorite one that still gets me every time. Um, it's one thing kids like to be is tricked. For instance, I was going to take my little nephew to Disneyland, but instead I drove him to an old burned out warehouse. Oh no, I said, Disneyland's burned down. He cried and <laughs> cried. But I think deep down, <laughs> that was a pretty good joke. I started to drive over the real Disneyland, but it got pretty late. <laughs> and then just one more because it's also about kids and it makes me laugh. If a kid asks where rain comes from, a cute thing to tell him is, God is crying. And if he asks, why is God crying? Another cute thing to say is, probably because of something you did. <laughs> oh, my, Jack Handy. My favorite Jack Handy uh, is... They always say that laughter is the best medicine. I guess that's why many of us died of tuberculosis. <laughs> that's on there too. <laughs> Do you want me to forge you this? Yeah, I'd love to see it. Let's get it going again. Okay. Everybody forge it to your e- friends. I'm going to email her back just to make sure everyone knows that I wasn't involved in her killing. <laughs> Ten years later, it wasn't. Me. <laughs> well, I didn't know you. I didn't even know you were dead. <laughs> So that was my oldest email. That's terrific. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't beat my long-winded story. No. But. no. I honestly don't even remember what yours was about. <laughs> yeah, I don't, don't tell me. Don't tell me again. <laughs> Something about well, three episode 17 yeah. of King There's of Queens. Something? Hey, don't, don't knock it till you've watched it. And pass. Hard pass. Is that the one where his father-in-law does something hilarious? 
Usually. That's the show with fat guy, skinny wife, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was so popular in, in that era. I married into that story. I do not line. want to hear any television criticism from you over there, Bob. I wasn't we criticizing. Could... Right. right. I was making a generality. I wasn't criticizing. All right. All right. <laughs> Abby's final two episodes on NCIS coming up in the next couple of weeks. It's a very emotional time for me. Uh-oh. Wait. Um, Christy. Mm-hmm. Could you please um, transition us into the results of the seven-way candy melee? Okay, do we want to do do uh, worst candy first or LRB's official best candy? Well, I think we better do worst candy first because nothing okay. can, can top the the announcement of the winner. True. That's a good point. Okay, so how many worst candies do we each get? I don't know. Can we just go until we feel like we have enough? <laughs> can we just brainstorm because i have i have a solid two okay to offer mm-hmm. oh should i go yes yeah. please yeah please candy corn and of course apples and cutlets solid choices both candy corn is inexplicably popular candy i guess just because it delicious. fills out the bag it's delicious yep we uh we're good for a bag every Every autumn, hmm. I Wait. I'm on the I'm on board with Christy with this. Just like she she always talks about how why don't we eat Thanksgiving meals uh, all throughout the year if it's so delicious. So right. where's your candy corn now? Where Thank where you. where is well, it? You now? have bunny corn, and then you have Fourth of July corn. And is that true? Yes. <laughs> No. I gotta find a bag of bunny corn. Absolutely. It's probably on clearance there, now. There's red, no. white, and blue candy corn. I'm almost certain. Well, I'm sure there is, but it's not like a thing of like, it's oh, it's back in stores. I gotta go get my candy corn. Well, no. by that logic, where do candy canes land? They're gross. Not good. <laughs> How can you not like candy canes? They're peppermint. Mm. Dog hair. I'd rather have those peppermint disc things. They're in a in a in a shape yeah. that's more pleasing to your mouth. Candy that's true. canes are just like all you're drooling all over the place, or it's a stick, and then the, the slobbers everywhere. I'm not going to say it for me. You can't hang starlight mints on the tree. You can hang candy canes. on Well, the tree. not with that attitude. You can't. <laughs> well, there's Valentine's Day corn you can too. Find a way. <laughs> oh God! What do you love? No, they're this? a decoration. They're not a food. Right. No, they're delicioso. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what's your worst candy then, Anne? Oh, I don't know. Well, if you're going to be like that with candy corn, then I'm saying Necco wafers. Ugh, okay. mm. More for me. Disgusting. <laughs> um, I, I do want to say re-applets and cotlets. I think that they don't even need to be in the mix because it's such a gimme. We should just like put them up on their own pedestal yeah. of disgustingness. Mm-hmm. I mean, even Lauren didn't like apples and cotlets. Right. She loves everything. She called she them uh, the don'tlets and notlets, which <laughs> which killed me. They shouldn't even be considered candy because they tarnish the name. All right. Apples mm-hmm. and cotlets, first ballot, hall of shame. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's done. I would also say, um, what are those pink lozenge looking things and they always come mm. in the generic drugstore butterfingers yes 
Good one, Mike. Uh, I think I would go with those. I think I would probably throw circus peanuts in there. Oh, I like circus peanuts. Forgot about those. Those are awful. Um, I like those. You like circus peanuts, but you don't like candy corn. So here's the thing: how many times a year do you go to the circus? I I thought you only eat those when you go to the circus. So here's the thing: I only like the texture of the circus peanuts. Styrofoam. It, It it's unexplainable. The satisfying squeak on your teeth when you oh. bite into them. <laughs> I also haven't had them in like probably since I was a kid. So I don't mm-hmm. know. I may hate them. Mm-hmm. I'll try them. I think also Boston baked beans. That's a Those weird are delicious. Candy. Yeah, Those they're delicious. weird. I had them when I was a kid and I was like, I like candy and I can't even choke this down. Oh, I'm getting I'm getting angry. I mean, really, most of the Ferrara pan catalog is pretty bad, other than Lemonheads. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't a big fan of Lemonheads, but they did get... they did pave the way for like sour candies to mm-hmm. to be popular, which which is a good <clears throat> it's a nice vein of candy, I think the sour. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's black licorice, and it's it's yes! just a generic. I don't like black licorice. Licorice. I don't like jelly beans that are flavored black licorice. Good and plenty. I don't like Ugh. good and plenty. I'll eat a good and plenty every once in a while. Black licorice is a scourge, and uh, I really suffered badly from it on my twenty-one run. Not because I ate a lot of black licorice, but because. The people that I knew when I went on my 21 run with my best friend, John, who had the same birthday, um, people knew that I didn't like black licorice. I didn't know that there was a liqueur that tasted like black licorice, and that was uh, ouzo, which is a Greek yep. liqueur. Mm-hmm. It's so good. And uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fa- fast forward to myself and my friend, John Hedegaard, in adjacent stalls throwing up, and uh, him him saying... Um, I don't remember eating French fries. So that was our 21 run evening. Thanks a lot, assholes. <laughs> so black licorice, I, I nominate that for the Hall of Fame. Did you know yeah. that Ferrara Pan is hiring? I could be a support service intern for IT Help Desk. Not the way that you just talk shit. I will send that clip to them. <laughs> if I ever figure out how to make a clip, I am sending that to them. <laughs> I would work there just for the lemon heads. That's all. Will you send me some baked beans? Yeah, you'd head up the lemon head division. <laughs> just yeah. so you didn't have to be a hip, hypocrite. Okay, so I'm sorry I got distracted there. Here's the thing about black licorice. Is when we were in Seattle last, Jeremy <laughs> got that black licorice. <laughs> but it wasn't just, I like that flavor. That was disgusting. And so we we met you at the brewery at Optimism mm-hmm. Brewery for the pre tenth anniversary show special, and Jeremy was like, "This stuff is disgusting. Want some?" And then he was just eating it and eating it, and every time he would eat a piece of this black licorice, he would exclaim at how gross he was. This stuff was. Yeah, and I was that like, it tasted like doing? bo uh-huh. and. <laughs> Bobby, did you try it? Uh, I, I, I don't remember if I blocked it out or if I somehow you, got out of it. I think you would remember. I yeah, think, I think you I got, think out, I got of out of it because it. it wasn't just regular licorice; it was salty. 
or something. And can I tell you something? The other day he saw it at the store and he goes, do you think I should buy some? <laughs> Completely serious. <sighs> I guess there have to be Jeremy's in the world to eat all the shitty candy. I guess so. Yeah. Like it's a balanced thing. Um, yeah. So we, we covered my two, Neko mm-hmm. and Black Licorice. I don't really have a second one for me. Uh, I think Neko wafers are a feats of strength novelty. Like, I won't call them a worst candy. It's just that if I'm going to eat one, it's sort of to prove that I still can. Yeah, I'm down. Yeah, it's like when you drink your first beer, you know, with all. (laughs) Yeah, I got up, drink beer all the time. This doesn't taste terrible. All right. Awesome. Well, if anyone is on Amazon and wants to buy six pounds, how many pounds of Easter eggs was it, Anne, that you got? six six pounds. pounds. If someone wants to send me six pounds of Necco wafers, I'll supply my address. I actually, I just saw on Facebook somebody, I think a 10. Nigel. Nigel just did get a case case of them (laughs) on Amazon. So jealous. It looks like a backgammon set. You know, it does oh. for like poker <laughs> chips, <laughs> right? <laughs> Christy, can you describe um, what you like about Necco wafers? Like, what what is, is what kind of a party is it creating in your mouth? Because that's you know, I like the crunch. Okay, like do you crunch flavor. it immediately or do you lozenge it up? Oh, I crunch it. Okay, I'm a cruncher with front teeth um, or back teeth. You pop the whole thing in back. and just molar it back up. Teeth. Okay. <laughs> back does it stick molar. in there? Not really. Like a chico stick? Like it's not a chico stick or a almond roca stick. It's done one and gone. I also love conversation hearts. Yeah, so I just like that flavor. Okay. Chalk. You like chalk. You like the dust that's on the <laughs> do you lick the dust off or do you just like to chomp into the dust? Just chomp into the dust. Okay. <laughs> More for me. I'm yep, okay with yep, yep. with that. Um, the big cases so, are sold out on Amazon, but there's still a, you can get six rolls for eighteen dollars, which seems like highway robbery. But well, so here's the thing: I think people are doing a run on it, and then what's going to happen is it's going to get purchased, and then you're it's just going to be worthless. So I'm just waiting. Yeah. Now I think you're making the right move. Uh, I have a so I have a question: Do any of you guys have a shame candy that you'll eat like the like in a shame bird type situation where you don't really love it but you eat it f- like you're feeling a certain way or whatever like it's anyone there have and you need it or you'll buy it because you're like nostalgia or you're having Kit feelings Kat. or you're needing a that's your Kit Kat Kit Kat so you wouldn't that- normally get that bad chocolate yeah that's a that's a little bit of shameful thing because emily's kind of a chocolate snob and when she sees mm-hmm. something like that she's like you know that's some bullshit candy right there so that's mm-hmm. sort of a shame candy Anne, i can't think of anything i'm ashamed of i mean as mike pointed out on this past recap candy in general is a shame food mm-hmm but I can't think of anything I'm especially ashamed to be eating. Uh, how about like, not necessarily shame, but like a comfort candy. So it wouldn't yeah. be in your top 10. You wouldn't have voted for it, but 
if you see it and you're just feeling a certain way, you get it because it's comfort. No, because we weren't allowed to have candy very often right. growing up. So right. there's nothing that I would go to for comfort because it wasn't allowed. Bobby, do you have something like this? Ants just eating like a beet or <laughs> some raw sugar cane. <laughs> right. A fat-free Fig Newton was about as close as we got. Mm. Well, I guess, and it would be those soccer candies. Those oh. were what you hid, right? But you yes. can't find them anywhere. No, they were in Switzerland. So I can't, so I bet, I can't buy if you, Sport Fresh anywhere. I bet if you found those here and oh, you were I'd just feeling nostalgic, you would do that. Yeah. The thing about Fig Newtons is I always felt like I was ingesting a lot of insect parts. In the, in the in the middle of those things, it has the texture of that. That little bit of crunch, it really does. Tastes like, like you're eating little termite legs or something. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's not a good mouth feel on the fig newtons. Mm-mm. The funny thing is, well, Trader Joe's now sells little discs of um, like fig and other fruits just mashed into a little disc that you can eat. It's almost like an energy gel, but it's fruit based, less mostly cockroach, and it's hmm. good. Locust. I'm, I'm surprised how much I like them. See, I'm I'm not ashamed. Sour Patch Kids once in a while. That's not shameful. Yeah, that's just it, right? It's not. Yeah, um, it feels immature. Yeah, it feels like you know. I, I know what you're saying. You're like, who's this old ass dude? And in your case, like just spiritually old, buying the Sour Patch Kids. <laughs> well, because I'll keep them in like the center console of my car, and if I'm stuck in mm-hmm. traffic, I'll eat a few. Mm. Um, yeah. Okay. Or um, once in a great while, if they're on sale, so like right after Valentine's Day or Mother's Day or any holiday where they might be in special seasonal wrapping paper and therefore can't be sold like regular candy, I'll buy uh, like a variety Russell Stover's box. Hmm. Be- mm. Because I just want to roll the dice on what I get, and then I'll be really pissed if I get a coconut one. Why would you be pissed? That raspberry cream is the one that I I, yeah. I will spit out of the window. I, I would eat your coconuts. <laughs> yeah, coconut's good. I, I didn't like it when I was a kid, but but uh, maybe you'll get there, it's Bobby. Good. Yeah. Yeah, my tastes are evolving, but I, I don't know if they're going to evolve all the way to coconut candy. I'm finally <laughs> opening up to... The kind bars with the toasty coconut in them. The texture's nice. But oh, those are so good. Generally speaking, I just can't get behind creamy, sugary coconut grossness. I've never liked mm. any coconut treats. It well, until you remove the grossness me. label, you're probably never going right. to get <laughs> on board with it. Um, I ask because I have this shame candy. Well, more like it's nostalgic. I think because my mom ate it all the time. So whenever I'm feeling like needing comfort or sad and i'm actually looking at it right now because i bought it yesterday it's chocolate licorice have you guys ever heard of this no it's It's not chocolate covered licorice it's actually chocolate licorice yeah and it's awful (laughs) (laughs) i would eat some chocolate covered licorice though that's a good idea it's twizzler so you guys know what twizzler oh i see i'm looking at a picture of it (laughs) <laughs> so i don't think i'd want that chocolate flavored twizzlers so you know how mm. twizzlers already taste like cherry plastic Mm-hmm. yeah red, red vines like. are we need to have that discussion how did and twizzlers so, get a foothold in this market when the red vines existed <laughs> i thought that Come was on. Like, i thought that was an east coast west coast thing i thought that Is was like old school rap. do i need to shoot somebody mm-hmm. where's biggie <laughs> <laughs> um 
but anyways, these are disgusting, and I hate myself when I buy them and also when I eat them. Well, they are a low-fat kosher candy. Mm-hmm. Of course, oh, for sure, it's so, diet food. Yeah. Um, my, oh, good. my mom. What? Wait a about- minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! I'm sorry to interrupt, but under the about the product section on Amazon, it says delicious on their own or as part of edible crafts. What am I crafting with chocolate mm. Twizzlers? Well, anything you'd use liquorice A delicious for. afghan. Like, to look <laughs> a certain way. What? You know, like, like if you're making a gingerbread house or something, and you would use licorice ropes for something, or like oh, right, a right, cookie right. with a beard or whatever. Or if you're crafting friends because no one wants to like you because you're eating chocolate, <laughs> you're eating licorice. chocolate licorice. <laughs> or when your tomb gets around 5 o'clock at work, mm-hmm. you start to grow right. in a little... Little chocolate yeah. uh, licorice uh, yeah. shadow. Shadow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So that's that. I actually, so I was looking for Necco wafers. I did find chocolate flavored Necco wafers. Those are good. You would think so. <laughs> <laughs> well, the weird part about these things is I don't like Twizzlers and I don't like chocolate. And so there's no reason why I should get these and eat them. And I just hate myself. Twizzlers are too soft, for one thing. Twizzlers? Oh, no, they're chewy. They're way too, yeah. like, chewy yeah. and hard. No, no, no. You must be getting them stale. Because because the red vines are, they're skinnier, and they're a little harder. Mm-hmm. And it's just, they're like the Haribo bears. They're just better in that way, and that there's a little more flavor. They're a little more firm. It's just, it's like Twizzlers, but for the grown-ups. I can tell you why I'm out on Twizzlers. It's because once in college I ate an entire pound of them. And you know how Twizzlers has kind of a smell of their own? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is a lot stronger the second time around. Let's put it that mm-hmm. way. Oh, when they when they make a repeat appearance, the bathroom will smell very strong like Twizzlers. Oh. Very Twizzly. Mm-hmm. It's not good. Sorry that happened to you. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying she had it coming by, by that? <laughs> no, I actually was saying it really with real empathy, and then I remembered that that's like a joke that you have. Yeah, um, that's what Emily says to me when when she's when she says, you know. "I'm sorry that happened to you. That oh, both your legs are gone." Uh, yeah, she's. She says yeah. that daily. No, that just kidding. She never <laughs> says that. She says, wheel your ass over here and, and make me a drink. Mm-hmm. I just think it's funny that Anne has a story with Twizzlers that several of us would have with, say, Southern Comfort. Right. Right. Or Uzo <laughs> and, and fries yeah. that we didn't remember eating. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so are we ready? Yeah, yes. let's do it. All right. With... Let's see how many votes. First, I want you guys to make a guess. Let me go over what the answer, what the yeah, what were the items were. Milky Way, Magnificent Seven, Milky Way, M and M's all flavors, mm-hmm. Sour Patch Kids, Skittles all flavors, Cadbury Mini Eggs, Canadian Smarties, and Jolly Ranchers. M and M's. So, uh, okay, Bobby. M and M's, yeah. Mike, that was that was my first guess too, but <clears throat> because I seriously don't understand all the rest of you in the world, I'm going to guess Skittles. Okay, 
with a whopping 31 votes, which is almost almost half, 49.2%. M&M's is our winner. Solid choice. And second is Skittles. I think the reason that that these these have risen to the top is because, like I said during the the candy show, if you're standing in front of a rack of M&Ms or Skittles, even I, who doesn't really like Skittles, I could find something I like on that rack. I could find something Mm -hmm. to eat. And most of us, I mean, we look at that M&M rack, which I looked at today when I was at the grocery store and and kids with Down syndrome were staring at my legs and gasping. Um, Even I could have looked at that and, and gone, well... There's four or five of them that I would eat. Maybe not the whole package, but I would eat. So I don't think a single candy bar had a chance against these, mm-hmm. you know, on yeah. mass. Mm-hmm. Just they appeal to too many people. Just just yeah. so that it's clear, Mike was just referencing an earlier story from before we started recording. Just so that's not completely out of context. <laughs> right. right. A lot of people stared at me today, but the the funnest one was when the, the Down syndrome kids were staring because right. their um, supervisor was mortified and I was I was laughing because they were having they this was something for them. They really enjoyed looking at my my um, no legs and the fact that I was getting around on them, I, I think, seemed to be the <laughs> the overwhelming joy. Mike, so you say you don't like Skittles, but have you no, tried not the sour really. Skittles? I yeah, I have tried the sour Skittles, oh. and and they're all right. But I, there's lots of other sour candy I would eat before those. Mm. I'm glad they did it, and that would be the one that I would pick out of the rack. Mm-hmm. Same. Mm. All right, so that kind of had a not very good ending. M and M's are great. <laughs> I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah, we like M and M's. Yay, M and M's. People like M and M's. Who knew? If we could now just get M&M's to sponsor us. I mean, they could pay us an M&M's. I'd be okay with that. Or get Danny DeVito out of the commercials. Can we vote him out of the commercials? Oh, the worst. I actually don't. I love Danny DeVito, but I don't want to picture. I don't want to eat Danny DeVito. You know what I mean? (laughs) I don't hate those commercials, but I think it's because I love It's Always Sunny. And yeah, stop. Save this one for the other podcast, please. (laughs) You mean my podcast about uh, It's Always Sunny? (laughs) No, about commercials. No, I know. Your, I about your podcast about after these messages. How great would it be if we did a podcast about after these messages? Oh, I'm going to rip Genevieve's. Oh. Wait, what? This week on after after her. these messages. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, can we get on to the mailbag? Mm-hmm. Please. We've we've got letters. We are actively seeking sponsors for the mailbag. So listeners and a new name. I don't want it to be close to Mike's yam bags. But now mm. I got to reset the counter. <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell you oh. the hardest part about that counter is that I'll be out in the world somewhere, and yam bags will come up in the group chat and then i have to go find either the last time i posted it or the last time i saved it in my camera roll on my phone mm-hmm. it's i'm always screenshotting it and recropping it it's a copy of i've a done copy the same thing with a lot of, a of good stuff like that yeah that's a heavy responsibility but bobby, bobby do you have to i mean that was part of the oh he the, has to he has to I don't, I don't know about that um but uh also you guys mentioned this a couple weeks ago that 
we want we're soliciting names of people that are like our time bandits oh yeah so let's keep that on our on mm-hmm. our thinking put our thinking caps on about that yes please all right. Um, I did not reread these before we started, okay. and there were a lot of them. So mm-hmm. um, are we just going to shotgun through the list, or has someone done sure. any curating of these? No? Yes. No. Mm-mm. Great. I just put them on in the order in which we received them. Thank you, and uh, On the 18th, Crit, I realized they had no choice but to play that stupid Samson and Delilah <laughs> rap song. It was so terrible, but not terrible enough to be entertaining. The only good thing was hearing Sean DeTorey's rap from the radio days. Now, I take issue with Crit saying that they had no choice but to play (laughs) (laughs) Raptures. They had every choice. I think because two people bought it for him. Yeah. Well, that was their decision. They had to pay off that story. They had to because do you know how many emails they probably get daily asking about that effing light phone? Hmm. Yeah. All right. Let's treat this like a lightning round thing. 418 still another email from Crit. Doubling up on us. Hug your phone. More guests, please. Having Nora McNerney was great. Just another voice to add a little legitimacy and purpose to the show is great. Mm-hmm. Number okay. one, it makes them focus. Mm-hmm. Number two, more of a female presence on the show would be good. They're not super broy guys, but still more ladies. Yeah. You can't have Phyllis anymore, so they're going to have to work a little bit harder. Mm-hmm. Yep. Also on the 18th from listener Denny. P.S. Great name, Denny. Denny should make a comeback. I had an uncle, Denny. I really loved him. He was my favorite uncle. He he was as bigger than my dad, which is hard to be. And uh, he just liked to fire, fire me up in the air like a fly ball and then catch me. And when you're a little kid, you love that shit. Yeah. yeah, that's about the best thing ever. He was a truck driver. He he worked for Atlas Van Lines, moved people's stuff, and yeah. uh, he was strong as fuck. You lived to tell about it, so clearly he knew what he was doing. Listener Danny, a couple of points. Number one, I find money talk bothersome because thinking about money, even when not stoned, is useless. The base that many people use for money is gold, which has no intrinsic value, save that it is pretty, parentheses, ooh, shiny. And we all agreed that it is valuable. I own a gold coin. The same applies to any currency. Dollars, stocks, bonds, real estate, Bitcoin, etc. They're all valuable because we agree they are. A little bit of stoning. A little bit of a stoned... uh, This is a couple days early for 420, Danny. You're you're ahead of the curve. (laughs) Number two, if you had got on the ground floor and invested in Bitcoin in 2010, today you would very likely have nothing. You would have stored your holdings in Mt. Gox. 70% of Bitcoin was, which went bankrupt in 2014. I am sure, tired. Mount Gox. We all we all remember Mount Gox in 2014. <laughs> I actually um, do know of Mount Gox. I am vaguely aware. I am tired of the old chestnut that says if you had invested in X way back when, then today you would be rich. One hundo a day. Dot dot dot. <laughs> well said, Denny. Loved yeah. it. Yes, yeah. this is a, a subject that Luke likes to ponder with less finesse. That Denny has the whole uh, idea that money has value because we say it does. Mount Gox sounds like something dirty. It sounds like 
Sounds like something protruding from your sweatpants or something. You know, only to you, Mike. You keep coming up with these words that we shouldn't use anymore because they have dirty meanings. You're the one that, look, there are lots of people in this world who use Don't the word taint. Don't taint my reputation. Oh, Mike. I'd be okay. You're the only one who watches so much weird porn that it starts to take on a different direction. I I resent the fact that you think my porn is weird. I think it's normal. <laughs> Listen, whatever floats your boat. Oh, I guess we can't say Pregnant boat. Korean or float ladies anymore. is my thing, and and that's it's always going to be my thing. And if you can't handle that, then I refuse to make facial a dirty word. I refuse to make taint a dirty. <laughs> oh word. come on, facial! That ship has sailed a long no, time ago. We'd, only when you pull for up to you. some beauty shop and and they're advertising a facial in the window. Eighty percent of us are like, oh, that's, that's nope. That's, you and Matt Baca, you're the dirty birds. Mm. Well, uh, well, I'll have to disrespectfully say we have to disagree about disagree or agree or however you say it. We're here to pay attention to our listeners right now, children. <laughs> Daddy Not subtle it. petty, <laughs> subtle petty disputes over language. Uh, on that should should be uh, relegated to porn. No. On the 19th, listener Eric with a K says, someone wants to tell Andrew that you can't deduct Roth IRA contributions on your taxes, or should we wait and see if the IRS lets him know? Parentheses from the end of Tuesday's show. Wait, 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 wait. Genevieve, what'd you say? <laughs> she says it's fine. Mm-hmm. Okay, Genevieve says it's fine, so we'll just take it off. Of I, here's the thing is, um, yes, that's true, but... I just think that he was inputting something into a a form. So once he entered whatever the tax form is that you get with the Roth IRA, that he that the machine knew what to do. He wasn't doing this by hand, is what I mean. I hope so. It turned the red to black doesn't. in the corner, so that's what's important, you know. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. On the four twenty, listener Margaret, uh, some feedback for us. Well, not for me specifically or Mike, but love the nickname show, ladies. I hugged my phone when the nice lady said she wanted to jump off a flight when the pilot's name was Cody. <laughs> Immediately, I thought of an ER visit where my daughter's ER doc's name was Dallas. Dallas! All I could think was, is this a Doogie Hauser situation? Mm-hmm. That's true. I kind of have an issue with people that are named after places anyway. I'm mm-hmm. sure there are wonderful people named Dallas and Cheyenne and London and Paris, Newark. but mm-hmm. I don't know. It just doesn't Brooklyn. seem right to me. Yeah, Brooklyn. That's a big one these days. Mm-hmm. I just love hearing Bobby say Dallas. Trenton. Mm-hmm. It's mesmerizing. Dallas. <laughs> Dallas. 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 can't do it now that I'm thinking about it. There's no I know. E. You screw it up no now, e. Bobby. <laughs> I meant to add Doogie Meowser to my pet names for Cupcake, by the way. <laughs> That's nice. Your pilot is Doogie. <laughs> I mean, I'd be okay with that, right? Because now know, he's like 50. He's my age, right? And a Thunderkind, right? I mean, like, I I would take, oh, a, right, right. I'd take a young genius over an old, you know, an old drunk anytime. Mm-hmm. That's not a slight at pilots. It was a generality, just a joke. What's what's the name of an old drunk? Will. 
Oh my. 4.89. Also on 420, Kalita. This oh, podcast. We did that one. Oh, right. Well, it's worth mentioning. This podcast has gone mm-hmm. zero days without mentioning the inventor of waterbeds. Um, we should keep that counter going. On to the 21st. Is it. Uh, oh, good. Mare Bear. Mm hmm. Another nickname to add to the repertoire, Mare Bear, with a math sharpshoot for the sake of round numbers. If Terrible Thanks for Asking has 93 listeners and TBTL has seven listeners, then Terrible Thanks for Asking has 1,229% more listeners than TBTL, not 93% more, as Luke keeps saying. Then she shows her work. <laughs> Wait, but I thought you just divide by one. Uh, yeah, but are what, we sure this what is, is a she? Then? This is pretty complicated math. Mm-hmm. Also on the twenty first, Heather on Bainbridge, Luke's uh Love Luke's wit, a massive gas coming from me after eating a burrito. Just the kind of theological discussion I like on TBTL. Blech. Heather, don't encourage this kind of behavior. I saw it coming. As soon as he said a massive gas, I knew there was a fart joke on the way. We should not encourage anything that obvious. Yep, too lazy. Was there a dollop of sour cream? Oh, Christy! (laughs) Now see, there's a word that we can take out of the lexicon. Well, I know what Mike's looking up tonight on YouPorn. Mm. Dollop. (laughs) YouPorn's a real thing. Yes. (laughs) The time I googled porn, I found out. The the one time... (laughs) YouPorn, UGIS, RedTube, goes on and on. Are you giving Aiden ideas? Uh, Aiden, Aiden, don't do it, but if you must, incognito window. Yes, <laughs> yes. I'm sure Aiden knows more about uh, this than all of us combined. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He taught me how he's a hacker the last time I was over there. I like to say, Aiden, ladies don't make those noises when they do those kind <laughs> of things. <laughs> I don't even Not know ladies to do most of those kinds of things. Uh, I'm going to take the last two out of order. Uh, from the 22nd, listener Amy. Our Amy, of course. Okay, clip show. My daughter's legit screwed because she has four names and her plane tickets are always Ella Ruby Hayes and our last name. All capital letters all run together. As That's Amy, unfortunate. I effing hate being called Ames. That is not a name. It has the clapping emoji between each one. I can't. What's up, Ames? Ames That's was what, a, next time I'm on her show, I'm going to call her Ames. Ames was a department store here when I was a kid. Is that was the it? same there? I mean, I hate to be contrary, but Ames is a name because it was my grandfather's middle name. Ah, Amy just disrespected your grandfather. <laughs> He's going to be mad from beyond the grave. Has anybody, I mean, they screw up my name on airline tickets all the time. So I think you if you're white, nobody, nobody gives a fuck. You know? yeah. But, yeah. But what happened last time you tried to board a flight with your Mariners jersey on? <laughs> with my, my, I think it's one Z on my Mariners jersey. And there are three Zs on my American Express card. commentary on your storytelling just like your stories your name fell asleep in the middle on your card 
<laughs> right? That's fantastic. <laughs> you know, I did get called on it once too. I went to there was some uh, bar near where um, we lived in, in North Austin, and I would go get sandwiches there. And the the bartender gave me the side eye because then she asked for my ID because she just like didn't believe that that was the name, and she was like. These names don't match. I'm like, yeah, they threw an extra Z on the American Express. Sorry, you know. What are the chances that this is a scam? The extra Z is somehow... I've masterminded some criminal enterprise by throwing an extra Z on one credit card. This is the same reason I'm thinking about penciling in my beard on my passport photo. (laughs) Please do. Uh, my passport. Little, is... I, I find if you use a little chocolate licorice. <laughs> <laughs> Just carry chocolate licorice with you. Uh, and finally, on the twenty first, uh, uh, an email from our ghost faced listener. After a somewhat decent week of TBTL, the Friday, April twentieth show made me almost step on my phone. It was Tangent City in a very bad case of Lucas Interruptus. <laughs> that M. Burbank visited upon Mr. Walsh. I'm not, I'm just about through the top story segment and my brain is spinning from the topic jumping. I've heard that a hyper rail is the key to future of inner city transportation, but hyper Luke is the key to this listener's frustration. Power out. Wow. She or he was pretty angry about that show. And that was mine to mm-hmm. recap. And I, Story checks out. It was tangent filled and mm-hmm. and a little bit of a tough listen. What was the get the guy on um sixty minutes, Andy Rooney, that was always grumpy? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like Ghostface Listener has kind of Andy Andy Rooneyisms. Yeah, we're just getting whatever grinds his or her gears. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Well, I think it's interesting that he or she gave Luke the French uh honorific as an m burbank i assume that's monsieur Monsieur burbank but then mr walsh so there may be something Mm -hmm. subtle going on there that i don't Mm -hmm. understand maybe it's bonjour monsieur burbank burbank Ooh, that would be a development (laughs) i thought it was like m ward and so that luke is just a talented Mm. douchebag oh Well, given the way that he feels about M. Ward, it's like those are fighting words. Yeah, exactly. Hitting him where it hurts. Uh, With that, Anne, why don't you um, take us through a little housekeeping? If you'd like to buy some LRB merchandise, please visit our shop on uh, 10710.com slash shop, or you can go straight to the website and click on the shop button. We've got lots of stuff there. Maybe some new things coming. Who knows? Uh, the archive project continues. It will literally never be finished until TBTL is finished. So that fills my soul with sadness. <laughs> um. <laughs> to be fair, it'll probably be over like a few months after TBTL is finished because we'll be, you know. Years is the way people are going. Probably. Years. Probably. It could it could last forever, actually, if you assign me the last week or so. <laughs> Uh, if you're going to buy non-LRB-related merchandise and you're going to get it on Amazon, because of course you do, where else would you buy it these days? Uh, use our affiliate link, if you don't mind, littleredbandwagon.com slash Amazon to get us a, a tiny, teeny little cut 
of your purchases. A few pennies here and there helps us keep the lights on. And I call our it Neko s- money. <laughs> Neko dollars. <laughs> Chrissy's becoming like a Neko apocalypse prepper. Mm-hmm. She's got to mm-hmm. stock up. Yes. A and Neko. oh. <laughs> That's something different. Uh, uh, and our. Put that in your search engine. Boy, every time I try to go to the next thing. <laughs> what? Do you want to get it out of your system, Mike? What? <clears throat> Boring story, eh? <laughs> I wonder how and Pandora's doing. <laughs> over at our sister podcast, Earbuds and Earworms, the upcoming show is on the topic of trees. That'll be coming out in a couple of days. Can so anyone can think of a tree song? To that. Yes. What? Feed the tree? What else? Yeah. It's not easy being <laughs> green. Well, that's not Can a we avoid Joshua tree. Just because it doesn't have tree in the title doesn't mean it doesn't involve trees. Is Kermit a tree frog or a no, frog? no, no? It's not but a tree. Green's song, the then. color of leaves. But nope. green's the color of leaves. Come on, nope. it has You're wrong. It, no, as usual. Hey, big yellow taxi is a song about cutting down trees. Mm-hmm. Yep, there's one. Hmm. My city was gone. Yeah. I can I can see that. There are lines about trees in there. It's literally about that. Like that's what it's all about. <laughs> all right, you can find us at littleredbandwagon.com. Submit your commentary to throwyourphone.com and if we don't get to it on the recap episodes, we'll do these at the end of each month for your chance to be showcased. Find us on Facebook at Little Red Bandwagon where you'll also find the uh, event information for Moon Tower Saloon. It's actually pretty easy, 3 o'clock next Saturday. But, um, you know, comment there. Let us know you're coming. Show Twitter's LRB podcast. Email us at littleredbandwagon at gmail.com. Voicemails and text messages to 802-432-TBTL. That's 802-432-8285. You can fax us at 617-354-8513. More properly, you can fax Bobby. <laughs> only one Incoming. only one person has faxed us so far and it was Meredith <laughs> and the paper was upside down did you order your subs <laughs> that's 617-354-8513 and with that Christy wise would you please get us out of here sure until next time this is the next party but this really is the best party we love it too Nailed it. Am I wrong? Not enough. We're a better party. God, talk about Lucas interrupt us. Mike is interrupt us. Right? Just let me get through the damn housekeeping. No. And then I put my head in my hands and I died from embarrassment. So I am a ghost (laughs) recording this with you.